It's Greg Pope, John Burton Show, presented by Omni Nashville Hotel. Strike and Spare Family Fun Center Studio. Tomorrow morning, come on out, John, you're invited. Thanks. I actually might show up. <laughs> uh, the uh, final uh, show of the uh, Greg Pogue and John Burton Show. It's been a great run. We've, we've become good friends. We're married because we fuss a lot. Yeah. Uh, but that's okay. Uh, <laughs> and <laughs> the um, So we uh, got that. Come on out. We're going to be giving away... Uh, Things I'm gonna stuff. Be, uh, I'm gonna be giving away some Sam's gift cards, the Pogi Prize Vault. Yes, and some Strike and Spare gift cards. Very nice. Uh, we'll have a drawing uh, for uh, Sarge is coming up and bringing some designer Predators, you know, champagne mm-hmm. and wine bottles that are bit of the bubbly. Yes, uh, and, a little champagne. Uh huh. And uh, four tickets to the Nashville Cat season open. Wow! I'm gonna give. I'm bu- I'm actually buying those myself. Jeez, <laughs> and wow, giving them bro. away. That's awesome. So bro. we so come on out and then we're at eleven o'clock after the show going to feed you. Jeff Fisher's going to be on from Johnson City where he's got speaking engagements uh, tomorrow. Uh, Vince Gill will be on uh, nine twenty five the road with the Eagles and then Pete and Terry are going to be there at ten o'clock tomorrow morning uh, just hanging out with us and other surprises as well. So come on by. Uh, it's uh, the Strike and Spare uh, Tusculum on Nolansville Pike. Yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun, man. Come on out, hang out with uh, me and the Pogster one last time and uh, get some grub and some cool prizes. And uh, like I said, uh, there should be some fun surprises for all involved. So it'll be a great day of fellowship. Yeah, 5315 Nolansville Pike uh, is the exact location. If you want to punch that in the GPS, 5315. Well, everybody is invited except for Chris Sanders. <laughs> the no. hero, the champion is not invited. Oh yeah, he he comes in and he'll be putting he brings like these Dollar General grocery plastic bags <laughs> and stuff and puts food in them oh, and takes God. them home and sets them out for dinner so his new wife thinks he cooked dinner. <laughs> wow. Uh, are, you, are you No, I cook spam. Maybe the spam in the can. <laughs> oh yeah. Man, what you I was say? more of a treat man myself. Yeah. Oh my gosh, that's man. It's it's uh, it's it's crazy. But guess what? Before we start the show, man, hey, we we got a special guest on the line that you know wants to ask you a couple of questions and and, and kind of get this thing started. Are you there, baby? Are you there? Are you talking to me as the baby? Oh, yeah. I'll Somebody. be your baby, Chris. <laughs> Not you. Huh? <laughs> Hello. My my wife was supposed to be on the on the air. She was going to ask you a question. So we're does she hey, does she Chris, does she, oh, she's there? She's does, there. Does she yeah, have a name, she Chris? Hey, baby, how you I doing? have bad news for you, Greg. What? Chris found out about us. <laughs> he saw a picture with you with your shirt tucked in. You and dirty. A with those coaching shorts. Oh. <laughs> I knew something was going and on. I, and now that we're busted. I wanted to find out. Are you going to keep that on forever? <laughs> now, go ahead and say what you said again. I thought we, we missed you for a second. What now? Chris found out about us, Greg. Okay. And you had sent me a picture with a tank top on with those coaches shorts. <laughs> and I just want to find out if we're going to go any further, are you going to dress like that or change? <laughs> Hey, listen, it, it's it's how you first fell for me, okay? I See, know, hon, but I'm just saying it's important for me to know that if we're going to go any further. I knew you were up to something, Greg. Uh, you dirty, dirty. Uh, okay, you know, I love you well, so much. You. I'm so glad that he put me on today for 
for that joke. Well, but you know, I've been winking at you for a while. That's a girl. <laughs> I noticed. <laughs> but no, oh, you're a sweetheart. You know what I think of you two? You are a perfect couple, and and Thank you. and I'm you. You guys are are just wonderful to me. Thank you. And We've yeah, we, here's what we're gonna do. Uh, I've got a call. We're calling it off today because I wow. just can't, I just can't sneak around behind oh, Chris day. anymore. Aww. Thank you, Chris. Right. Hey, it's been a long run. That was <laughs> <laughs> Well, I love you, baby. I appreciate it. I love baby you guys. Have a good one, Greg. Congratulations on your success. Thank you. What a sweetheart. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. All right. Well, she's got to be to put up with this knucklehead. Well, I met, she's got to be uh, a sweetheart. I, I had the pleasure of meeting her last week yeah. when Chris was kind enough to come in and fill in for Keith on the oh, podcast. Man. And, uh, yeah, just, uh, just, just a lot of fun. How you doing, Hero? Man, I'm doing pretty good. I'm still trying to recoup from that doggone, you know, Super Bowl. I mean, I want the 49ers to win and. You know, I'm kind of upset. Mahomes did it again, and all this kind of crazy <laughs> stuff going on. You become but, a little bit of a Chiefs hater, no? Man, I'm so mad. I just want to trip Kelsey. Whatever. I mean, if he goes to McDonald's or goes to Wendy's to get a biggie bag, I'm going to trip him. I'll be like, no biggie bags here, buddy. <laughs> Hey, what did you make of uh, of uh, Shanahan's decision to take the ball in overtime? He's getting a lot of heat for that. He's getting a lot. I think, you know, it's so funny because a lot of players saying that they didn't know the rules. And when right. you don't know the rules, and as a coach, you know, I'll never, ever put down a coach. I, I always respect every coach, but as a coach, you got to make sure that you go over everything. And I think a lot of times the reason why it's kind of skipped over because who would ever think that in a Super Bowl that you would ever go overtime? So I don't think it was talked about. If you look at with the Kansas City Chiefs, they said that all the players and all the coaches went over that scenario over and over and over and over and over again because they kind of knew that that could possibly happen. And you have a situation with the 49ers that didn't expect it to happen, and it actually did. Yeah, and just just the general though, yeah. you don't. I can't get a three point. That mine was thinking, and you got you got to go for it on fourth down there. You make that yeah. team drive. 50 yards, okay, if a field goal beats you, a field goal will beat you. But if you – a three-point lead with Mahomes and oh, the ball, no. uh, if he's down by three, you might as well be tied. You, you know, it's so funny because it's kind of like when you're watching Mahomes, it's like he's made for this moment. I mean, watch how he chews his mouth. I'm like, man, put the thing in your mouth. Put you in <laughs> but, but it's just something about it. It's just – when that situation happens, it's kind of like he reminds you of, of, of Superman. He goes and gets changed, and he comes back. He's like, here I am to save the day. And if you just watch his body language, it's like he was made for this. It's like he prepared for this. And when you watch him throw the ball, when you watch when the game is on the line, when you watch when a play that needs to be made, he consistently does that. And I just think that, and this is my opinion. I may be wrong. He's one of the, he's the best quarterback of all times. Yeah, man, he's 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 climbing up that goat status, isn't he? Needs a few more pelts on the wall. Yeah, I mean Brady's yeah. out there. I mean, with, right. with seven. Yeah. But here's here's the thing that I like, Chris. I love yeah. the fact that pretty much right after the game, Reed, Kelsey, everybody said, "Listen, we're all coming back. We're going for three in a oh. row. It's never been done before. We're gonna we're gonna shoot our shot." I like that. Yeah. I really like it too, but when you say statements like that, that means you can play the worst team in the NFL. They're going to give you their best. That's right. And you know, everybody wants to beat Kansas City Chiefs. It used to be the Patriots. Now it's the Chiefs, and everybody wants to beat. You kind of see what's happening with the Patriots. Everybody's beating their head in. So you better be careful with what you ask for because when you're playing, say if you play the Jets or you play somebody that's not a good team at this moment, they're going to give you their best. And they're, they're going to have to play each and every week, not once every other week. Chris Sanders with us. Uh, Chris, just you know, can they? 
is there anybody? I mean, we're just already uh, you know giving them two or three more Super Bowl championships. <laughs> you know, I know, I know. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, and you looked at this team midseason, sure. And and I think this may have been Andy Reid's best coaching job because this team was not dead in the water, but they certainly weren't championship caliber. You know, they 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 wasn't. I mean, if you look at the beginning of the season, they were winning games, but they were winning games barely. And here's what I love about the whole situation. Even though, you know, I'm not a Kansas City Chiefs fan, you can sit back and learn a lot. Because when they were playing some bad football, the offense was struggling, receivers were dropping football, we always say this term all the time, you got to trust the process. And that's exactly what they did. Even Mahomes, when he went crazy, when one of the receivers was offside, he was going crazy and disrespecting us. I don't like that. But as in trusting the process, trusting your coaches, trusting the players that you have. Name two wide receivers that we know on that team that, that could start on any other team. Yeah. None. But what you what you did is you you didn't go and bash them in the media. What you said is let's get on the drug machine, let's run these routes each and every day and trust the process. That's what I learned about the Kansas City Chiefs. What did you make of the Forty Nineers uh firing their D C a couple days after the Super Bowl? I'm not a fan you know, of that. You know what the NFL stands for not for long. And and, and it's kinda like, you know, Somebody's got to be the scapegoat, and that's what you hate about the situation. Look, if if you look at that defense, that's the top one of the top five defenses in the league now. So why would you fire him when the def- that it wasn't the defense's problem? It was just a couple of mistakes here and there to where it cost you to lose the Super Bowl. So I don't know. I don't know if there's an argument. I don't know if you know people are trying to put the blame on somebody. But that yeah. they are talking about a great defensive coordinator that took. Some guys put him in position to be one of the best defenses in the league. I just think it's it's just the nature of the beast. Chris Sanders with us as well. How far away are the Titans? I think with the coaching staff, I don't think they're too far. Now you got to get the players. I know you got the coaching staff in play. You got Denard Wilson, the DC. You got Nick uh, Host, the offensive coordinator, and uh, you know you got the O line coach. You know Bill Callahan. So you're putting the pieces together of getting a coaching staff that's fire. But now when you get a, a, a great coaching staff, now you got to get the players in, in place. Now you look at the defense. Let's start with the defensive side. You know, you got the secondary that struggles a little bit, but also you got a, a defensive edge guy with Simmons to where you can build around. You get some guys around him, you get some more linebackers, you get some secondary guys, then now you got a, a great defense. Now let's switch to the offense. You got Will Levis, that's a great quarterback, not a great quarterback. He's in the midst of being a great quarterback. You put some weapons around here, you get like a T. Higgins. I don't know if they're going to franchise tag him from Cincinnati, but you get some, some wide receivers in the league like Neighbors. You get a Duns, uh, Duns from Washington. You get Thomas from LSU. You got Franklin from Arizona and plug him into that offense. Get some offensive line, offensive line guys. I don't know if you're going to get them in the draft or get them somewhere else, but all of a sudden, you got your great coaching staff. You get some players in place on offense. You get some players in defense. I think they can make a run. They're pretty close. Speaking of Kelsey, he obviously made news for his blow up on the sidelines and almost knocking poor Andy yeah. Reid over. Man. He you walked it back. What'd you make of that whole situation? I don't. I don't like it. I, I, I don't. And let me let me tell you something. I don't care if you won seven Super Bowls. I don't care if you're well known in the world. You never should disrespect your head coach. I know tempers flare, and everybody's like, oh, he shows emotion. No, you don't never show emotion to disrespect your coach because he took you out the game on one play. I don't – because here's what, we're, here's what we're doing. We're giving, we're giving players license to do what they want to do. It's kind of like you got high school kids that are watching that. you got middle school kids that are watching that. So if I can – if I see my hero disrespect – a head coach, then that means I can't. I, I don't like it. I don't think it's cool because the thing about it is you got to respect the head coach's position, not disrespect his position. 
Well, you know, a lot of people, including A.J. Brown, <laughs> I guess he tweeted, I said, if I'd have done that, they'd have kicked me out of the league. I Man, mean, they would have took his spleen out. There's, and, a, lot of, there's, there's a lot of truth to that. There's You're a right, lot of there truth is. It is a there lot is. of truth yeah. to that. Yep. But, but at the end of the day, it's still not right. You know, I mean, you got to respect your head coach. I don't, I don't care who you are. And that's why I loved that team in 1999. We had a lot of superstars on offense and defense, but you would never see nobody disrespecting our head coach or getting Jeff Fisher's face or getting the offensive coordinator's face because we respect the position because we love the man. Hmm. Chris Sanders with us. You know, Chris, uh, <laughs> uh, my daughter was over. We were watching these sitcoms just going through and going, there's this tall, skinny guy with a terrible voice and, and oh, just, goodness. you know, sounded like a duck talking. And, I, and, and Grace said, is that? Is that Chris Sanders? You you know comes on your show every week, and then you know TSU. But I said, no, that's Urkel. Oh, <laughs> oh man! Oh, hey, you're going out with a bang. That's that Urkel. Was a bang, but I got I got a sharpshooter in my pocket too. Yeah, oh, here we go. I was watching Gilligan's Island, and as I was watching Gilligan's Island, it was this guy with a hat, and he had like a little pipe in his mouth. She was my my wife was like, baby, is that great that you work on the show? And I said, baby, nah, that's Mr. Howell. <laughs> Well, you know, everybody was saying, you know, uh, Ginger or Mary Ann. I, was, I, was I, always ask. Said, I always said lovey. <laughs> oh, my God. Hey, God, lovey. See, you were fit. You were fit a bit in that show because you were coaching shorts. They were coaching shorts in there. Hey, you know, Mr. Your Mr. Wife, Mr. Hey, listen, Mr. your wife likes my coaching shorts. Oh, oh man. man. He has a comb over. Oh, he has a yeah. comb over. And then he wears tank top shirt, so you'd have fit right in. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! Oh, Chris. we gotta go out with a bang. <laughs> don't 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 hang up, don't hang up on me today, okay? I would not. No, I love you, man. Because I'm gonna hang up on your ass. Oh, <laughs> no, <what>? no. <laughs> Chris, thank you. You know what I think of you, buddy, and and I know hey, you I and, you and with brother. the uh, JB and uh, the General Show, you're going to continue on in this time slot, which I think is fantastic. Yeah, really yeah, looking forward I, to it. Let me tell you something. Before I get off the show, listen, it is an honor to be on the show. I have a blast on the show. My wife loves the show, but also, Greg, just like I said last week, I know we crack on each other and do all that stuff. But I love you like a brother. I got another brother. Even though you have a comb over, you still <laughs> one of us. I love you so much, man. And sky's the limit for you, my brother. All right, thank you, Chris. Appreciate, Appreciate you, man. You take care. Love All you right. guys. Appreciate you, John. All yeah. right, Chris. Talk to you. you just want to. Be- oh, yeah. by the way, uh, 